Hey guys, welcome to Circle Back Podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Corey. Uh, today is another exciting day yes. with a really cool guest. We've gotten really we've gotten really lucky with our guests. Yeah, we've we had have. some really good ones. Yeah. Um, today we have Jonathan Key on. Jay Key! Yeah, I finally made it. I'm now a <laughs> podcast friend. Yeah, okay, he's a little salty about that. <laughs> it is oh, real. Um, yeah, so Jonathan is here with us today. We've I know Corey's known Jonathan for a really long time. I've known Jonathan probably... Almost just as long. Yeah, yeah. like 10, yeah. 10, 10 years. It was actually, yeah, 10 years last week, I think, Something like uh, that. for us. Yeah. Yeah, wow. 10 years. Best uh, congratulations, you two. I know, right? Yeah. I feel You're like I should get a diamond or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. I actually met Hannah through Jonathan, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're mm-hmm. welcome. No, yeah, I'm just I kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we all kind of went to church together, had a really good time. Had community together. Mm-hmm. Community. Um, yeah. yeah. Those are the good old days. Honestly. They really were. Gosh, yeah, those were sure. some good Ooh. days. Like, yeah. we had a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we've just been, Jonathan's kind of been in and out of my of my life, I can say. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, um, and so he has moved, he has come back, he has done ministry, he has done corporate world stuff. And so we're just going to get to know him a little bit. So, Jonathan, thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. I'm excited about today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so... Tell us a little bit about, first of all, like why you wanted to do the podcast, something that you were like, yeah, let's, I mean, there was no like hesitation, it seemed like. Well, no, no, I definitely wanted to because I really want my episode to do better than Aaliyah's. Um, so <laughs> I just really want to stick it to her and be like, ha, take that, Aaliyah, three <laughs> right. more views three, yeah. um, or three more listens. Uh, <laughs> oh no. my gosh. <laughs> sorry, Aaliyah. <laughs> <laughs> Not sorry, Aaliyah. I'm coming for you. Um no, so for one, I mean, Corey and I have been best friends for 10 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done every kind of facet of life together. Mm-hmm. Um, we've co-worked in ministry together. We've served together. We've moved around different states together. We've lived together. Um, so, you know, he's been there for my kid growing up, like mm-hmm. through every milestone, been there, been with our Blunkle. family through everything. Yeah, Blunkle is what my kid calls it. What him. does that mean? Black uncle. Right. Yeah, but that was not our choice. That was Corey's choice, <laughs> just to, to put that out there. And Corey said, I will be this. And I said, oh, you know, okay. Um, so, yeah, when, when he was launching this, and I was like, hey, you know, I, I would like to get added to the list. But I didn't tell him that. And then eventually he said, well, I've got plans to put you on. Yeah. So here I am. Here you are. Yeah. Well, we're glad that you're here. Um, we've had, like, a bunch of people on here that it's it really interesting because – I, like so you mentioned Aaliyah like you know Aaliyah mm-hmm. and, oh, it's, yeah. and it's really weird that we all are like circling around again mm-hmm. coming on back the circle to back podcast. on the circle back yeah yes and like these friendships are kind of like I don't know even though like I haven't seen you or like we may not hang out every single mm-hmm. day like it's like of course John, like Jonathan and, and Andrea like yeah they're our friends and like right. we we love you guys and um we have this community that isn't like maybe twenty four seven, but it's like right, absolutely. I know if I called you guys and needed help, you'd be like, yeah, help oh, me. yeah so, absolutely. Um, sure. I think that's really cool. So, um, now Corey, tell us about the real Jonathan since you've lived with. Oh him. my gosh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> Jonathan is um, a hoarder. Okay, that is not true. Um, <laughs> if you go into his house, there's multiple collections of different things. Um, is that a hoarder or just a collector? That's now? a collector because it's organized. Yeah. Like I can see my floors. There's right. Some floors. Yeah. There's nothing that's not <laughs> utilized. Like I feel like hoarders keep things in like man one day. Y'all don't listen to this. Um, Jonathan <laughs> loves coffee, mm-hmm. yeah. even though he's a K cup guy now. 
mm. which is very sad. He's the one who got me started with coffee. And then, as I was telling Mary Fatson, who was also on mm-hmm. uh, the podcast, that uh, we had to have Jonathan get him a good cup. So, so yeah, mm-hmm. so I had to do him right today. Yeah, I do have a really great cup of coffee, thanks to Corey. Yeah. Like, with homemade creamers. Yeah. I'll be honest, without you, Corey, there would be no coffee here. Like, <sighs> I, I don't like coffee. I don't drink coffee. I never have. And, like, it's so funny now that, like, since I'm not a coffee drinker, I remember in, like, high school, people were starting to drink coffee. Mm-hmm. And they're like, just wait till you have exams. I'm like, okay. I, I still didn't drink coffee. <laughs> and then they're like, wait till your college years. And I'm like, I still didn't. I didn't go to college, but, like, that age, grandma still in didn't drink coffee. Yeah. didn't drink coffee. No. Yeah. And, you know, now they're like, wait till you have a kid. I'm like, I have a five-year-old. I'm like, <laughs> still not drink coffee. You know, and I'm just like, but I drink that Mountain Dew. I, I mean, it's Same the nectar thing. of the gods. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's caffeine. You it get is. your caffeine. Yeah, I get my caffeine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter how it comes. It's yeah. just, it's pouring into my veins. Right. I don't even know that I get caffeine from coffee anymore, though. Me. Like Same I, with pop. I like, like, I don't know. Yeah. 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 You need I, a straight IV to your. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I need, like, to cut up caffeine and yeah. just, you know, melt it on a spoon, take yeah. it straight. Because <laughs> I'm not getting it from coffee. Like a horse I think that's the problem now with. It's like sugar, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, you yeah. get so addicted to yeah. it and stuff like that. With caffeine, it's like it's, it's I don't, the worst drug. I don't know what my body would do if like it had all natural and that's it. Like, yeah, mine I wouldn't mean, function. I don't, but it's like, but that's how we're made of. I don't know. It's interesting. I it is wonder. interesting. Yeah, I would is, be yeah. so exhausted for like weeks, and then I'd be like, <laughs> I'm back from the dead. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know that I could do all natural. Mm-hmm. I know that the Bible says, you know, that He knit us together in the womb, but I think. Ooh. Some of my edges have come apart since the years. <laughs> Lord, yeah. Yeah, the years so. like, there's some fraying here. So Your stuffing's out a little. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, We've been through some things, oh, folks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, right now I work actually work with Jonathan, mm-hmm. which is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I say which is fun. It was fun for like two months. Yeah, while well, you were in office. Yeah, Jonathan works in office and I work from home. And Hannah betrayed me. I did. Um, but I can tell you that in that short time that I worked there, like everyone knew Jonathan Key. And it was so fun because, you know, these people had known Jonathan for mm-hmm. his work, like work Jonathan, right? But work Jonathan's the same as at home Jonathan exactly. or yeah. church Jonathan or whatever. True. And so it's just, it was really cool to see all these people like, and I'm like, they would come to me and they're like, do you know Jonathan Key? I'm like, oh, I think I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah. once or twice, <laughs> you know. Um, and so, but it was always fun. You'd walk by and like always singing or just made the office, mm-hmm. you know, a good environment. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what just you his personality. body. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can say for me, like I've never been in a room and it not be better because you're in it. Like mm-hmm. as far as like, that's just a high making, compliment. Yeah, really well, is. making yeah, people no. laugh or happy. Or He's tearing up here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, that, that was the podcast. Yeah. Thank you for joining. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. um, no, yeah. I will say, like, the people at work, they really enjoy that yeah. aspect of me if it's after 930. <laughs> yeah. I wake up, yeah, I wake up on 10. Like, I'm ready to go. I'm Always. The most, I'm the most morning person there is a morning. <laughs> oh, people. my gosh. And it seems to be that no one else in my office is. So, mm. you know, or in they, your life. No, or in my life. Yeah, no. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the, when I come in in the morning, uh, you know, every morning I do like a good morning, everyone. And I shout it through the office mm-hmm. and, you know, they make comments about that. Heck, I've even won like a little yeah. company award for mm-hmm. it. Um, but they're not playing games with me just yet. They're not <laughs> ready for it. They're like, Oh God, here he comes. Um, but you know, if I ever slow that down mm-hmm. throughout the day, they're like, what's wrong? Hmm. Yeah. So. so, okay. Let's ask, let me ask about that. Is that a, is it a hard 
thing to keep up though. Like I know it's your, so it's your personality, right? Mm -hmm. So like for me, I am very much that way as well mm -hmm. of like, I love to be goofy and, yeah, and absolutely. but I remember very specifically a time in my life where, so I struggle with depression and anxiety mm -hmm. and things and I take medication for it. And, but I remember the moment that like, I wasn't able to reach that height anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people were like, well, what's wrong with you? And it's like, well, dang, like, but yeah. me too. Like, yeah, yeah, Hannah's exactly. the same person. Yes. Just yeah. like today's just, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that it's hard to keep up with, but I know exactly what you're talking about because I can go through, you know, a season. Like maybe it's a week, mm -hmm. maybe even longer. And and it's not that I have any type of animosity. It's not hmm. that I, I'm feeling any type of way against things, mm -hmm. right? But maybe I'm not on that level at that point in time. <laughs> And maybe I don't really feel like masking because I'll catch myself masking and, mm. and just pretending, yeah. you know, because I know it's expected, uh, which that can be draining. Yes. But just to exist as yourself when you're not maybe feeling that mm -hmm. way, that is when people start asking those questions They're like, what is wrong? Is something going on? <laughs> How's your home life, honey? Yeah. Um, you know, so it becomes difficult in the sense of your value or, or, or maybe your identity. And we'll get into that further because that's kind of along yeah, with the topic. Yeah. Your identity comes along with the way that these yeah. people perceive you. Yeah. And so you either have to say, cool, I'll exist as who I am, or I'll continue trying to climb into this identity that mm -hmm. people expect of me. Hmm. But um, then, it, like you said, it's so exhausting. It is. And it gets very tiring. Because, like, and for me, when it, I wasn't able to reach the height all the time, 24-7, mm -hmm. that, you know, it was like, yeah, you either mask it, like you said, yeah. or you just succumb to, like, yeah. where you're at. Yes. And... But when even people... that can be even that can be defeating, right? Oh like yeah, you're right. Just to come to where you're at, yeah. and then you it get makes you berated like... with people, mm -hmm. and you're just like, "Oh gosh, maybe something is more wrong with me exactly. than I even think is." Yeah, yeah, and it just it makes you feel so like you're like, "Wait, is something wrong?" Like, and then right, you start yeah. questioning yourself, yeah, and you start questioning what's huh. going on, and really, you're just having an average day. You're like, yeah, absolutely. I'm like I'm just acting like everyone else, <laughs> like, yeah. but because I'm Hannah or Johnson or Corey, whatever, like it's not expected, and. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, it can be extremely tiring and exhausting. and But you don't want to be fake either. No. And that's no, the no, thing. No. It's like people like you, mm -hmm. and I can say like myself, of like yeah. the fun, energetic type of person. Like we're not faking it. No, we're not faking it. But we're it. also human. We yeah, it's not going to be that way <laughs> yeah. every day, right? So yeah, Corey is just kind of – Corey's probably one of the most even keel people Mellow, I know, man. Yeah, yeah, he is. I'm just – I mean – I have probably seen you like angry escalated, like, and I'm talking about like danger level. We're yeah. hitting the red line, <laughs> maybe two to three times. I don't think I ever have, but what experience was that? I <laughs> the only time I've ever seen him we'll like talk that. Talk about it on another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring you back for we'll season two. <laughs> That's yeah. after hours <laughs> podcast. <laughs> the only time I've seen Corey like upset like that, or not to that degree, but mm -hmm. like it's like over like. A wrong pizza order. I'm or a game. Yeah, or a game. Little Caesars, Mobile, Alabama. Gosh, <laughs> oh that was probably God. one of the three. <laughs> Lord, yeah, no, a wrong pizza. The order. hoodest experience that, I've ever been yes. a part of. So tell us about this. What? So what happened? They we just were, got the order wrong. No, they didn't even get the order. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was just lack of customer service. Yeah, I guess lack of experience. Uh, rude. Mm. Yeah, people. It, was, it yeah. was horrible. It was a horrible experience. It was a certain area that we lived yeah. in, yeah. though, because Corey moved with us, and we did what two years to get almost a, a year, year and a half. Yeah, year, year yeah. and a half. 
uh, together in Mobile, and there was like a certain area there, and this mm-hmm. is not like an all-Mobile thing, and people that are there are like, I know exactly where he's <laughs> talking about, because we was over there with them all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, there was a certain area that they just, Didn't it care. was like everybody was trained at Popeye's. Yeah. Like, every <laughs> single person was trained at Popeye's. We and, love you, Popeye's. Yeah. We, if I you want to sponsor us. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it was the pretzel pizza, right? It was, was the pretzel pizza. Yeah, the yeah, press. Yeah. But no, when we walked in, like, there was literal employees, like, sitting on the counters, playing on the <laughs> And we literally, could. we stood there for at least 10 minutes. And then we, kid you not, it felt like a TV show. Like, we started looking around, like, if for we cameras. Being like, pranked. We were like, we're so getting pranked oh, right now. Man. And, like, I waved at somebody in the back, and, like, he gave me a nod, but, like, and nobody ever. Yeah. <laughs> So we're like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. And then it's like you're in a different, did, alt, like a different reality. You're like, what are we like exactly. invisible? Is like what's yeah. MTV punk? Yeah, that's exactly. Ashton? My mind goes there every time now. Thank you, punk, yeah. for creating a generation where Gosh. something does not go our way. We're like, this has to be. A Here's break. the thing: I can like, if you can my order just completely wrong that's fine if your customer service is okay exactly. absolutely 100%. like it makes all the it difference. makes all the difference. But if your customer service is bad, I'm like. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm I automatically go, mm-hmm. upset. Yeah. <laughs> and this was before TikTok, you know, had yeah, all these before, different, yeah. you know, talks and stuff. Where right. You're showing people acting a fool. It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. Because by the time they even came to address us, like, they had an attitude that we were trying to order. Like, yeah. oh, what are you here for? This like, is hot and ready pizza. It was, not, yeah. <laughs> it was not hot nor ready, let me That's tell right, you. No. <laughs> the only thing hot and ready was me. I was hot and I was, was those ready attitudes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. And we're pastors, by the way, at this yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> right. So in, in the back of your mind, you always have to behave. Right. Yeah, it's like, of course. You're in the city that you pastor. Right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, that's... and it was a, a fairly well-known church. Like, yeah. people knew that you were affiliated with that. So it's just like, golly, I got to behave all the time. Yeah. yeah. I think Andrea was pregnant at the time. Yeah, so was. that was even added more pressure because we were like, we're waiting to get right. food. Right. Yeah. Like, come stuff. on. Yeah. 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 There's no fear. Like the fear of a husband who can't get food for his pregnant wife. <laughs> oh. Like, that is a tremor. I, so. mm. I didn't eat much when I was pregnant, I'll be honest. I had trouble, man. I, just I, threw I ate a lot out. while Andrea was pregnant. Right, yeah, I of ate, course. I ate a ton, actually. Yeah. So <laughs> I gained equal baby weight. Hey, I just want to say congratulations on making it that nine months. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, you, know, you really I did, did what it. I, I did really, what I could. <laughs> you really did so much there. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's hilarious. So, yeah, I, I'm just going, getting back to <laughs> that, that rabbit trail that we just had. Um but I totally identify with this personality of like, well, I just want to have show kindness. And I just want to mm-hmm. have a good day. Yeah. And if I can yeah. make someone smile or laugh, like that's just a good, good. day, yeah. you know, but it's a lot of dang pressure because we live in a place where like, I feel like we live in a, in a generation that if someone's like that, there's always a camera around, mm-hmm. yes, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, like, it's like, a surprise that someone's kind it's like that's sad like yeah, it's, it's it a surprise that someone can make you laugh or like mm-hmm. there's no way Jonathan's like that all the time like no it's just yeah, I've it's decided just that I've I'm going to be a decent human being mm-hmm. well yeah <laughs> and when you start realizing the importance of like how your little measures can change somebody's day mm-hmm. right now granted like you mentioned in the generation we're in I feel like those little measures take a lot more than what they used to yeah um, let's say for instance, people used to just naturally grounded be at like a seven mm-hmm. and little measures can take them to, you know, a 10 and mm-hmm. you're like, cool, this is sweet. So many people are grounding so much lower than a seven nowadays. Yes. It's yeah. just like, you can go and go and go and, mm-hmm. you know, 
Yeah. You may get somebody to a five by the end of the day. Yeah, maybe. Right. And you're like, whew, I feel like I clocked in for that shit. Yeah. You know? yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I don't know. I just, I appreciate the, um, the honesty and the, and it is cool for me to see, and I'm sure Corey can, you know, say the same thing of like, I really feel like you're the same everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. And there's not many people like that. You know, we live in a, a generation that's really easy to conform, you know, and mm-hmm. I think, mm. Honestly, I think everyone in this room is very good at being who they are. Yeah, um, yeah, I definitely. Agree. You know, um, I say that like I had some issues with just like feeling that I had to be this certain mm-hmm. Hannah all the time, um, but my core is the same wherever I go. Yeah, like yeah. you know, um, and like we said with Corey's, <laughs> so mad. Corey drives. Me, does he text you and like you always think he's mad? Yeah. It's oh like, yeah, for sure. Can what we get a smiley face? face or something? Exactly. Yeah. Like, like, let me get an emoji. Something. I give. I like, always do only, emojis. The only times I know that he's not mad is when he's just sending me TikToks or reels. Yeah. But if which is just, all the time. If, if that is all the time. But if it's just plain text, yeah. it's always like, yeah. oh, it's one word answer. Yeah, I'm time. like, hey Corey, happy birthday, love you. He's like, thanks, thanks. I have never in my <laughs> entire life. Just said thanks. You say okay. Okay. Or, no. Sounds Hold good. Or, Absolutely not. When it sounds good, it sounds good. Yeah, There's but nothing. like an exclamation point or something would be nice. I always do emojis. I always do the reactions. I'm looking through and I see zero emojis whatsoever. I I, um, I sent you an emoji of your stickers. Do we no, need to that, publicly that, send that to everybody who's listening? No, let's not do that. If you that want the stickers really that I sent Jonathan two days ago, no, no, no. Send us an this email. This man has send made stickers email. of some of the Circle most egregious at. pictures of. <laughs> Hannah, I will send it to you. <laughs> All right, I'm looking forward to that. Um, that's so funny, but I do, I do appreciate like this room of people being able to like it's encouraging to, to me to see the yeah. same person every single time because it's so um, hard to be that way in the. I say keep bringing up generation, but in this mm-hmm. world, like you know where yeah. we are right now, um, there's so much like there's so much outside noise of what we should be, how we should act, who we should be, yeah. you know, where we should be in our careers right now, where we should like, Oh, you're 28. You should have blah, 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 mm-hmm. whatever. And it's like, and let man. me just say that what TikTok tells me I should be at, at my age and career, I'm not there. I'm not there. I'm, not, like, I'm all the time. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> Where did my six figures go? <laughs> Mine must got delayed because where's my Lord. six figure? It's at? like the house hunters. That's like I walk four dogs for a living. My budget's eight hundred thousand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what the with, heck? with room to expand because yeah. we want to yeah. renovate the kitchen. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I don't. It, it's yeah. They go back. They're like, hey, we have this problem. It's gonna be an extra. I'm like, it's fine. Yeah. Fine. We'll yeah, just ask. We'll just ask. We'll them. readjust and yeah. it'll be okay. Right. It's gonna be fine. And here I am, like. Man, my rent's coming up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, we yeah. doing groceries or or, or rent? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, like. and, the, and the crazy thing here's the reality of it: like we're all in here work full time. Yes, yeah. and it's like, man, the like actual careers, actual right. professional mm-hmm. careers. Yeah, though. like it's not yeah. even just like a job. Right, like, none right. of us in the room have jobs. Yeah, mm-hmm. like we all have actual desired careers. Yeah. That, if you were to rewind even <laughs> eight years and tell us we would be working in the type of industries yeah. we are now, none of us would probably be like, oh, yeah, that, yeah. Sounds, that mm-hmm. sounds like it's legit. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, and honestly, eight years ago, if we were working in the industry we're in, our lives would look much different. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Eight years sure. ago, if I would have still been doing what I was doing, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have had income. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's the reality of, yeah. Yeah. you it's, know. It's, uh, it's crazy. Yeah. Ministry yeah. is hard. Yeah. Um, so, okay, ministry. Let's get into that a little bit. Um, so we, all of us in the room 
have we should have called our, our podcast all of us in the room all of us in the room that's the title yeah. the t- that's gonna be tough okay. anyway um i say that every episode i'm always like, that's the never- t- and then i change the title <laughs> <laughs> um but so all of us in here have ministry experience somewhere mm-hmm. um some much longer than others some in very different capacities i mean you two have been pastors mm-hmm. uh lead pastors Youth pastors, associate pastors, like all the pastors. All like, the pastors. You know. Except Everything for worship. but children. Except and worship. for worship. No, I've done worship before. I've, oh, I've, wow. checked I've done children. So you, I wouldn't do children's. I'll do worship Okay, all day. You did worship. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Me and, not a, me and Andrea yeah. did before together. So okay. it was like a joint. Because I can't sing for anything, okay. as you could probably tell by whatever they just made me do. <laughs> or um, mic warm up. Yeah, the mic warm up. I'm not a singer. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've we've done the worship pastor thing together too. Wow, before. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So what? It, so Corey, what you have? 18? 19 years. Nineteen years. Okay. Mm-hmm. What you got? Nineteen as well. Nineteen. So we celebrate usually about the same time mm-hmm. each year. So we End just walked into yeah. our twentieth year of ministry. We just celebrated nineteen. So um, let me ask you this real quick. Mm. Um, because right now you guys have your professions are in different things. Mm-hmm. Um, do you consider, even though you're not a pastor in the four walls of a church full time, Mm -hmm. you still consider I've done ministry 20 straight years? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And for me, I, I consider it ministry. I'm so active. Like, so like I travel (laughs) and speak and I do guest speaking. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm headed down to Mobile to that same area that we were in, in three weeks, I'll do that. Um, Corey does the same thing. We both travel and guest speak. So yeah. we're so active in ministry. I also serve as a consultant for mm. multiple different churches. Same thing. Help different them develop. Right. And yeah, Corey brings me in on projects. I, like I just got to help him with a church that he works with. So we're very involved with ministry. Mm-hmm. But as far as like the full-time approach to yeah. it, it's... We're st- I mean, we're at the end of the day, we're still pastors. And, mm-hmm. uh, and that's something Corey has to remind me of. Because mm-hmm. I'll go back and forth. Yeah. Because I can beat myself down and be like, I don't know, maybe I should change all my, you know, social media handles. Because, you know, for 10 years, everything was Pastor Jonathan. Right. That's just because that's what our kids called me. Like, mm-hmm. um, And he's like, no, you're still a pastor. Still a pastor. You're still a pastor. Um, and I have to tell myself that. And, and, yeah, there are times when it doesn't feel real. But then we have times where we have kids that live in three different states that come and visit us yearly. That, yeah. you know, we're ex-youth pastors for them. So, mm. yeah. There's times where I'm like, yeah, I guess I still am to some degree. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're still a pastor, yeah. Do you feel like this, um, I guess now that, so you're pastoring in a different capacity. Mm-hmm. Do you, is there more of an enjoyment being outside the four walls, do you think? Yes and no. Okay. I feel like I would go with no and no. No and no. <laughs> I don't, I don't know about enjoyment. I, I like and we've talked about this before, Corey and I, I like the idea of when I go to work, when I clock out, work is done. Oh my gosh, that, same for me. Yeah, That's like that is, really that is yeah. revolutionary. And I struggled <laughs> with that for a while. Um, but I don't know, like there is still such a longing inside of me, like mm-hmm. I would love to, and that's kind of where my tension is now, like every day just kind of going through this, I'm... I wholeheartedly bought into this idea like you're called and you're cut out for ministry Mm -hmm. and that whole idea of ecclesia, you know, like you're the called out ones, like all that. Like I bought into that so hard. Yeah. Like my identity was completely shaped and shifted Mm -hmm. and you are pastor Jonathan, for Mm -hmm. instance, you know? Um, So to think that existing outside of that, you know, yes, I feel like I'm still me and I get to do things. 
it it's still I mean I'm six and a half years now removed from full time ministry, and I still struggle with this all the time. Like I'm probably not doing what I should be doing. Mm. But at the same time, like we all live in rural Tennessee, where full time ministry jobs just aren't like yeah. a, a flagship offering. So I think the important thing is what you do in the waiting. So like mm. you yeah. know because. I mean, none of us are doing full-time ministry right now. Mm-hmm. And for me, I just had a conversation last night with someone, and he was saying, like, he was like, man, I, I'm i not doing ministry right now, but I have this heart to love people and to, like, that's never going away. Mm-hmm. And the yeah, Lord right, has absolutely. constantly I- reminded me, reminded me about this. And, and yeah, this, hey, pastor job that makes this amount of money is not open right now, but it's like, what can I do in the waiting yeah. to bring mm-hmm. people closer to Jesus? And I, I commend both of you because I think both of you have done that really well. And that's why I, I still consider what we do as full-time ministry. Because mm. oftentimes we look at ministry as being inside of a building and being the title of pastor and preaching mm-hmm. on a Sunday or a yeah. Wednesday night and whatnot. Yeah. But there's more to ministry than that. Mm-hmm. There is. There's sure. way more to ministry than what you do on a Sunday morning or Saturday. I'm sorry, or Wednesday night, and it's how you are leading people that are in your life. So, yeah. what is there a difference then between like someone that's been in ministry that's still doing ministry right now, the way we're doing ministry, and just someone that's like, I just want to tell people about Jesus. You know what I mean? Like, so what's the what, what makes what's the what makes it to say, yeah, I am doing ministry? Well, is there? I mean, I think I everybody think just, is called to ministry. Yeah, you're just reflecting Jesus as yeah. ministry, right? Okay, like yeah. if you're exactly. Just, if you're a good human who is rooted in some type of kingdom mentality, I think you're doing ministry. Yeah. But there is it's so strange because there's there's a dichotomy here, right? Like we were brought up to think that full time ministry is ministry, mm-hmm. right? Church. Church. Working church, in a church ministry, that is what you do. And then outside of that, we were also taught, like, if you're in the marketplace, you, we just call that marketplace ministry, yeah. right? Like that's Evangelist. Evangelist. Or just, you know, like, when you go to work, you're a minister at work. Yeah. And so we thought, and, and realistically, even the, the generation before us, what we watched our spiritual, you know, mentors, parents, whatever, that looked still very much like, mm-hmm. let me tell you about Jesus in the break room. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But there, it is so strange for the the time that we live in now. If you are going to be a marketplace minister, you much you, it looks way different. Mm. None of us work in industries where we can just be like, "Hey, let's openly talk about Jesus mm-hmm. in the break room." Right. You know, we live or we work in very professional environments that is super HR heavy. Um, things that would require us to, I don't know if I would say watch the way we say things. We mm-hmm. just have to be very mindful. Yeah. yeah. So when Hannah talks about, oh, Jonathan's always happy, he comes in, he tries to make people say, like, that's me ministering because I can't be like, I can't walk in and be like, Jesus paid it all, (laughs) y'all, let's do this thing. Um, So it becomes quite different. It's the gospel of let your light shine before men. Well, I mean, you should let your light, what is it? There's like a quote or something that's like. The whole um, preach the gospel and when necessary use words. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Craig was telling me something, my brother last night was like, the way I want to do ministry is I don't ever want to even have to open my mouth first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I yeah, want yeah. you to see the fruit that comes from my life before mm-hmm. I open my mouth. And that's, I mean, I consider what we're doing right now ministry. Yes. Yeah, for um, sure. And this is kind of like my ministry right now mm-hmm. because I don't have a title. I don't have, and that's what, I don't need a title to, right, right. I don't need a title to mm-hmm. preach the gospel. Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, I think that's the good thing about the new Testament church and, the gospel mm-hmm. is that 
everybody is called to ministry. If you are a Christian, you are called to ministry. Mm -hmm. And it may look different if you are, quote unquote, the professional Christian who's preaching and pastoring at a local church Mm -hmm. than someone who's doing ministry on their job, Mm -hmm. doing ministry even in their own family. Like mothers are ministry. Yeah, but that that's probably the most neglected. It is. Especially for people like us who have been it in, is. in the church ministry. Mm-hmm. Ministry to the family, I feel like, is what always suffers. Mm-hmm. Or not, oh, yeah. let's not say always. Maybe I'm, that's too broad. But it is the most likely to well, suffer. Well, because we don't have, we're not, we're not equipping the people for it. Yeah. Even no, at a young not. age, you know. Um, I, I mean, start with kids, the youth, the, and then, you know, and then we can get to adulthood to where they know how yeah. they have the tools in their tool belt to yeah, make sure, sure their family. Well, we promote Bible study on a Sunday morning, but are we promoting Bible study in our family? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that type of stuff. Where well, the same thing. We, we oversell these big worship experiences, mm-hmm. but we don't equip families to worship. Yeah. I remember the, the church that we were with, you know, in Alabama. I remember at one point in time, like I, for our children's ministry, I put together a Spotify playlist of here's, you know, kid songs to worship mm. with your family at home. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be just like, a, okay, whatever. Like, yeah. Like it took off so much yeah. mm. and it was just like, oh my gosh, we, we love doing this in the morning. We do this together. And it had all of these followers from our church. And mm. I was like, well, I, I did not expect mm-hmm. that. But it can be that and simple. And it's such a simple, it's, it's good so avenue. Si- yeah. yeah, it's so simple to say like, hey, before y'all go to bed at night, you know, maybe listen to two songs mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's they, good. They, they were songs that the kids loved. They were energetic. Like, and I still, I literally kept it live, it, you know, just because so many people still use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, um, so I went to Ohio, um, gosh, Matthew 10, about 10 years ago or so. Mm-hmm. And we went on a mission trip, um, out there and it was called this church was called red door i believe is what it was called and it was very much um started in a home and then it kind of got mm-hmm. a little bigger and it wasn't like a huge thing but it was really cool to see it was in cincinnati and Cincinnati's a very pretty big city um and um they were meeting in homes on like almost every night they were meeting and yeah but it wasn't even meeting of like I don't know. It's a, it wasn't like we're gonna read the gospel, or yeah, right? yeah, it was yeah. just like let's play board games together. Like it's it kind of like our Shelbyville days. Yeah, that's right? and that's exactly what comes to mind. Is like we were so much breaking bread together. Yeah, yeah. right. And well, I learned more. I will tell you, I learned more about Jesus in those moments and of organic relationships yes. and conversations that's than, good. and how to love people and mm-hmm. how to be loved. I have to mm-hmm. accept love just as much as I want to give love. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I think that. You know, it was really cool, but getting back to the Red Door thing, I one of the things they did was they didn't have, quote-unquote, children's church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. They let all the kids stay in this room. Mm-hmm. But when they gave out, um, like, the, what is it, um, bulletin or something, or, yeah. like, notes, they would give the exact same notes to the kids, but in a color sheet form. So okay. it yeah, was... Yeah. But the cool thing about it is, like, yeah, there was some distractions, but, like, this guy, the preacher, was so for the family staying together mm-hmm. with worship that, like, mm-hmm. they, they were like, hey, kids are going to be kids, so if they're running around, that's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and I see pros and cons of that. 
Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, I mean, <laughs> glory. And they may not do that anymore. It wasn't a very big play. There wasn't a lot yeah, of, yeah, yeah. you know, so it may be way different. But I thought it was pretty cool that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think they had two services one they that they did that with and one they didn't do that with. And so you, you could kind so of. So you know, you know how people's kids behave depending on which service. Yeah, they which kid? Yeah. You're like, oh, y'all a second service <laughs> yeah, family? Okay. <laughs> we all know what your kids are like. Mm-hmm. like um, but I just thought it was cool because they got to hear like the gospel these yeah, kids sure. did with their families and mm-hmm. they would drive home and be able to talk about the same thing together. Like, yeah. like you know, yes. and even though the kid was coloring or whatever, like, yeah, it makes banned. a difference. Like, yeah. You know? Um, and so I thought, I thought it was kind of cool. Um, you know, I was like seven, I don't know. I was probably like 18, 19 at the time. And I was like, oh, I hate kids. No, <laughs> the kids are so loud. <laughs> but I don't know. I just think that family oriented worship is not, it's just we're really quick to just be like put your kids back there and yeah it's very um divided yeah, so if you yeah. if you divide it in the church how do you expect it to be unified in the house yeah mm-hmm. you know yeah. and that's the thing like right. some of the stuff we've seen with church over the years is we can experience churches that put on the best sunday production mm-hmm. and have some of the best most meaningful and i'm not taking anything away from it right mm-hmm. it is incredibly meaningful the spirit shows up all of these things but you have a a congregation of people who are leaving just same as they came in mm-hmm. because they're not worshiping out of overflow. Like mm-hmm. that was one of the most revolutionary, like yeah. the big life change things for Ooh. me was to think that Sunday should be where I lead out of overflow. So mm-hmm. if I haven't done it Monday through Saturday, then realistically I have no business doing it Sunday. Mm-hmm. And if I haven't done those things and I do it on Sunday now, I'm, I'm just performing. Well, it's like, it's like running a marathon but yeah. not practicing. Exactly. And you're like, you're going to run out. Yeah, and You're not going to be able to finish. <laughs> and you're going to be You'd be surprised at how early I run out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, you're constantly playing catch up. Yeah. You know, sure. and you're, you're expected to lead, but then at the same time, you're expected to, you know, have your own relationship with Christ and, you know, lead exactly. out of overflow. And, and if you well, don't even do with that, your marathon, you know, we know some people that have run... I remember watching one. Our company sponsored a thing Mm -hmm. to do one, and it was like a local half marathon or something. I don't know. But people were finishing and not being out of breath. Crazy, Mm. right? (laughs) And, like, I was a little bit mad at them for a minute, right? I'm like, you know what? Forget you. I'm taking my banana back. You can (laughs) breathe right now. I'm out of breath thinking about it right now. Yeah, I know, right? I'm like, I I hope this windsock's good on the mic. I'm getting winded. But it's it's the preparation. So yeah. you can do it. And that's what, you know, perfect example. I love it. you did that. Because if you can do it and not even be concerned with it mm-hmm. and a natural, it doesn't take anything out of you. Yeah. You know, like that is where we should really think about leading from. Well, and, and then it's not only taking, it's not taking things out of you, but it's actually, you're gaining something. You are gaining, yeah, um, for sure. Your, your muscles and your mm-hmm. memory and like. All the stuff you're actually, and that's and they when say I they think, get a runner's high, which is a lie. Right, that that's can't be the true. Biggest lie cannot be true. <laughs> let me tell you what. All I got was an asthma attack. Yeah. I don't even have asthma. You know, so <laughs> like, they, like, nobody's getting a high. Let me borrow running. your pump. Yeah, <laughs> the right. only high I'm getting off is albuterol. Let me right, tell you. It, yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I just it's so true though, and I think that. And how do we expect people to lead in their homes? We're not when we're not equipping them to know how to do so. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um. You know, and and that's it's coming from. I I put my kid in children's. Church. I'm very thankful for children's mm-hmm. church. I mean, I I cannot do what they do. Um, no, I it's some it's so funny. Like they see you bring your kid to children's church, they're like, oh, you must love kids. You want to 
you know, you want to volunteer? I'm like, absolutely not. I yeah. hate kids. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I like one kid. It's a, yeah. no. Um, but like, and if I have a second, they'll have to play yeah. paper, rock, scissors. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think the, the big part of that, going back to what Hannah just said is, um, being able to, you know, being a youth pastor for so many years, you know, my, one of my main responsibilities was really, uh, coaching the parents, mm-hmm. not necessarily pastoring just the students and the youth, but also pastoring those parents yeah. and coming alongside of them as a supplement for them to grow. Cause at the end of the day, it's the parent's responsibility yeah. to train their child mm-hmm. yeah, it is. and to disciple their child and to teach and do all these things yeah. with their, their own kid. And so my job as a youth pastor was to pastor the parents and, and mm. work alongside the parents so that they're able mm-hmm. to take the initiative in their own home. Yeah. yeah. yeah for and sure. I was the supplement for them. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and I think that we just have to remember that, you know, young people are watching mm-hmm. what yeah. we do and how we handle situations in life. Mm-hmm. I miss the days of like, man, there's nothing better as a parent when you see the the people you love. Like, for instance, I mean, we can both, Jonathan and I can both use Corey here. And mm-hmm. it's like. There's nothing better than seeing someone that you love love your child so well. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you're absolutely. like, my gosh, like, man, that is I'm such a blessing and so good. And so, but I miss the days where churches were more family-oriented in the way of, like, we're all going to hang out together. Mm-hmm. Like, let's have the church picnic. Let's have, and it sounds so, like, potlucky, like, you know what I mean? But, like, at the same time, that's a lot of community happened that way. And a lot of, like, kids got to meet kids. Yeah. And, you know, you let your kids just play around and and you know have fun and so i i miss those days of of that just because first of all my you got to experience adults loving on children like mm-hmm. and showing them what it is to have community and showing them what it is to love the family um but yeah i don't know we don't do that as much now it's like when you go into church sometimes i feel like it's very and it's not bad like this isn't bad like right, I, I don't no, think no, we're I doing anything saying, yeah. wrong but it's just yeah. like it just feels like when your house is divided it's like like you come home and your teenager's like I'm going in my room shut my door I'll see you tomorrow yeah, like, it's much more compartmentalized y- yeah, yeah okay good sure. word yeah that's kind of what I'm trying to get mm-hmm. at um but so do you get Jonathan in particular do you feel like now that you're in quote-unquote the corporate world mm-hmm. are you trying to get back into would you like to be in full-time ministry or is it hard yes. for you to be, yes. you know, out of this? <laughs> yeah, it's super hard. Um, and that was kind of what Corey and I said we wanted to kind of talk about was the transition, right? So it's been in seasons. So my first two years coming out of full-time into the corporate, I dealt with so much bitterness and resentment. Mm. Like, And I'm talking about it was a toxic time. So my first two years coming back. Um, and you mean bitterness towards, like, the church? Um, so there may have been some of that. I don't know. Yeah, there probably was. Cause we left, you know, it, it, it was just an odd scenario. Yeah. Um, so there was bitterness towards that, but just bitterness towards life. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, so, and it wasn't directed at any single person. It was just kind of the way life fell. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I live a very good life in the corporate world now, but mm-hmm. I didn't start there. I started at the absolute bottom. <laughs> so I took a 50% pay cut to leave full-time ministry, mm-hmm. move back to Tennessee um, you know, basically start over, mm-hmm. had absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. The size of our house was cut in half. Um, and I had to drive an hour and 10 minutes each way to work mm-hmm. for my first two and a half years coming back. And it, 
like it just messed me up. Community because, yeah, was different. My, zero, there was no there community. Was, yeah. I had Corey. I had yeah, Corey. That yeah. was it. And Corey would take the drive to our house, which at the time was still probably 20, 25 yeah. minutes away, mm-hmm. multiple times a week. And let's like preface like when we say community, like you guys had people at your house nonstop. Yeah, nonstop. Like, yeah. I mean, and not just one, like, yeah, 10, we're ta- 15, we're ta- yeah, we're talking like about gatherings, 10 parties, to fi- 10 to 15 I mean, people yeah. at least four to five mm-hmm. times a week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and very it was so, open door concept. Yeah, yeah. Very open door. Um, and it all came from like this idea, like at the time we all met and we're engaging in that, like that was our heart was community. And I remember I was reading a book by Hugh Halter called mm. the tangible kingdom. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that he really points out through all of that is like for you to be missionally intentional mm-hmm. with your community requires nothing additional. Mm. He's like, if you're going to take your, you know, kids to hockey practice, cool. Just hang out with the families that are there. You're, you have to go anyways. If you have to eat three meals a day, don't change anything. Just invite somebody over for mm. one of those meals. You're going to have to eat anyways. Yeah. And so that literally shaped our entire life to where mm. it was normal things, right? We'd send out a mass text. Everybody I'm like, have to read that. Like hey, we're going to yeah, do this the best. Yeah, it, it is. is so it's a good. good. Book. It's incredible. Um, but we just sent out a message. Hey, we're watching whatever the new movie is tonight at the house. Um, bring frozen pizzas if you want. And everybody bring their own frozen pizza. That was like our standard Sunday. Um, we did like waffle parties to where everybody bought different toppings. And a certain friend broke our waffle iron because we were making stuff waffles. And I'm, I'm working through that. Um, you know, <laughs> Ten years later. Ten years later, I'm still we'll working through that. We'll pray about it. If you hear this, you know who you are. Um, but that was it. Yeah. So. Coming out of that, like you said, there was no community, and it was just like I probably felt like that was the rock bottom moment in my life. Yeah, yeah. Um, to where now, things are much better. You know, we have community, we have all these things. We still, honestly, it, it's been all these years. We still haven't found like that quote unquote home yeah. church to plug mm-hmm. into. Yeah, and that feels weird, right? And I know that I get judged from ministry counterparts. Mm. Like, even if I were to apply to a job right now, I want to be in full time ministry. I do. But it, it, it's a pipe dream mm. because there's other caveats. Like, I don't want to sell my house and move. I don't yeah. want to relocate my family again on a gamble. Mm-hmm. It's too much to well, do. Well, definitely now you have a child that's in school. And yeah, I've got yeah. a kid in school. He's a, he's in all His different friends. extracurriculars. Yeah. Yeah. He has friends. You know, we finally made Difficult friends. To you know, yeah. yeah, I don't want to do all that. So if it comes up, yeah. If there's some miraculous event right. and somebody's like, hey, down the road there's a church, yeah, 100% sign me up. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime... There are a lot of things that I feel like I've been able to adapt and apply. There are things that I learned in ministry, in good ministry, toxic ministry, all of it, mm-hmm. that have very much benefited me in mm-hmm. the corporate world. Like, there's a reason yeah, I'm so yeah. successful. I'm not successful because I'm, like, hella good at being professional. Right, yeah. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. Right, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm it's allowed to say now. that. No, it is. But, no, <laughs> I, like, I'm I'm successful in the corporate world mm-hmm. because ministry shaped who I was, mm-hmm. right? So I have two things I teach my team is, is you'll never, um, you know, regret doing these two things. One, celebrate people and mm-hmm. choose honor. Mm-hmm. It's good. And I learned both of those from ministry. So yeah. we we have even in seasons that that wasn't reciprocated. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Like it, it comes over so heavy yes. when it's not reciprocated. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But when I adapt that to my corporate world. Right. So we have a company newsletter. Hannah mm-hmm. and I know we, it comes out every month. They announce different things people did. I look forward to that day every single month because I get to spend 30 minutes to an hour on our instant messenger and just congratulating people and reaching out. And it may be people I didn't talk to for a year. I trained them and onboarded them a year ago. They're like, dang, Jonathan reached out and congratulated me on my shining star. Yeah. So you'll never regret Hmm. 
celebrating people and choosing honor. Mm. And choosing honors really what allowed me to climb the ladder, so to yeah, say. Yeah. Was there a moment when you get out of full-time ministry and now you're in the corporate world or whatever, like how do you know? Because <laughs> I can imagine there was moments where you're like, okay, God, like am I not supposed to do this? Like how do you know that like you shouldn't just sit um, it out? You know that, what I'm saying? That was like, easy, yes. Yeah, it's called a mortgage statement that yeah. comes in every month. <laughs> <laughs> That was it for me, man. There was bills to pay, so. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, like, but how do you know to keep going as far as, like, no, this is what I'm, like, for for example, like, in the waiting period, so, mm-hmm. like, you know, you could just be like, I'm just not going to do any ministry. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you know that this is still a calling on my life? This is still what I want to mm-hmm. do. Like, how do you know that it's not just time to, quote, unquote, give up? Does so, that make sense? Like, yeah, you know? absolutely. And it, it drives me back to my ramp days. So I spent years with the ramp. Um, Damon had, had spoken to us at one point in time, and he was talking about calling. Mm. And his question was, is if you can imagine yourself being fully alive, doing anything else, mm. then that's not your calling. Mm. And that has, like, permeated with me all throughout my life. And, and it has been true. Do you think medical billing is not my calling? No, yeah, you know, I don't know. It's definitely not mine. Because no matter what successes of achievements I've had, I've had in six and a half years, I've had six promotions. Um, they, I've had a lot of favor there. Yeah, like, yeah, I've sure. had Joseph in the house type favor. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'm not fully alive. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all it takes is, like, that one time where you go and you speak somewhere. You're like, oh, God, this was yeah. it. This was mm-hmm. what I do. And so or it just, it Facebook just reminding you with the memories. Yeah, Man, yeah Facebook yeah. and their memories are. Whew, they need to get, get out of here, yes, right? Yes. <laughs> they get you in the fields quick. Yeah. Yeah. It's like either about what's happening in your life that was so good, or like your child was a baby. And you're yeah, like, oh my yeah. god. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's yeah. Horrible. Remember the kid before he talked back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there's that, and then, but yeah, like especially in ministry, right? Because we capture everything. We're yeah. sharing it constantly. So there's not usually a day that goes by that I don't have some type of ministerial reminder yeah. of like, remember when life made sense and mattered? Yeah. 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 I've, I've really enjoyed though, both of you guys in particular, cause I, I know you, but, um, watching you do ministry outside of ministry, does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. or outside the church, I could say. Um, and I really think there's some beautiful things that could happen. Um, right here, like right here, yeah. right now. Um, whatever you guys decide to do. Um, and Jonathan, I know I've tried to make Corey decide to do some certain things. We'll just leave it open for right now, but he's not on board. Uh, these two, There's you guys, you guys need to, if you knew these two, <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> they're something else. Um, but I would love for us to dive deeper into, um, a lot of things. I mm-hmm. think with you in particular, I think you have a lot of, um, wisdom about, you know, ministry where you've been the hardships of that because i yeah, I, we haven't even, yeah. yeah, yeah no, i know there's right. things that's a whole different there's things that i don't know but like mm-hmm. the things i do know it's like gosh like and that's kind of what i meant before is like how many times do you get hit until you're like i'm done with this like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and so i would love to i want to have you back on um because we can't rehash all that right now but i would love to have you on to just talk strictly about like Man, yeah. <laughs> like when the what, curtain is pulled back from the great and powerful, what odds. does it actually yeah. look mm. like? You yeah, know, and, absolutely. And how do you go through that? How do you go through that with marriage or with you know, mm. with having a child? Like, you know, the whole pregnancy of just mm-hmm. all the stuff that's like messy. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. um, especially for marriage. Yeah, and so I would love if you're open to that. <laughs> 
come back. Yes, sign did me you up. have fun? No, I did. I had a ton of fun. <laughs> and if everyone could, you know, comment in the section below and let Aaliyah know that I'm coming for her. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh, I'm, it's gonna be a running toll. Like, I'm, yes, like, I'm yeah. gonna keep looking and be like, oh, he's winning. Listen, oh my I, gosh, we're gonna have like. Your little face going up and her little face <laughs> going <laughs> That's up. What we like, yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun. Um, but yeah, I I hate that we don't have more time because I we could talk. I mean, we could all yeah, us three together yeah, is sure. is like a recipe. This is good. For, yeah, this this is like the easy type. Of yeah, this is not so. hard at all. This was like we didn't even. These are conversations. I mean, you scratched the surface. I mean, no, yeah. No. I mean, there's so much that that we could talk about. That's very useful. That mm-hmm. is. That have taught us all so much crap. And let's be honest, like, it hasn't been easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know no, there's times hasn't. where, and maybe I'm wrong, Jonathan, but, like, I have felt strained from our relationship with, mm-hmm. you know, with you guys and saying, but, like, it's never been super easy. There's no, been things no. that have happened individually or in the group or whatever it may be that, like, crap happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. But here we are sitting in a room together being mm-hmm. like, hey, this is life, you know, yeah, this and is. And apologies have been made or whatever. And, yeah, for sure. And we just go along with it. So I really look forward to, to having you back. I really do appreciate you coming on and you're a podcast friend. Yeah, thank you so much <laughs> for you, letting me finally be a podcast friend. I hope you feel good about that. Yeah, I oh do. I feel, it, it is definitely a bucket list um, item check. Oh, my gosh. Today, so. That we, might be the title. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, are we going to title it podcast friend? Podcast friend. I think podcast that's friend. it. There that's going to be it. Friend. Yeah. Um, so. I would like to be a returning friend of the podcast. <laughs> And then, yeah, that one will be called Podcast Friend Returns. Yeah, there we go. Oh, my God, so good. Already. Yeah. Call it a comeback. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so (laughs) thank you guys for listening to Podcast Friend. Yeah, thank you so much. (laughs) This is amazing. Um, Jonathan, thank you. Yes. We love you a lot, and we look forward to having you back on. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Bye.